Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome to a two-for-Tuesday edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Double shots of Van Halen and Judas Priest. Now come on in and get heard as we talk sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, rollerball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket, all of that stuff under one roof. The Costco of sports talk. Yeah, that's right. Rick Tittle. That's me, the guy. (laughs) All right. That was gross. Um, today, uh, we have uh, Joe Reagan is going to join us in the first hour. Also, salesporttalk.com. We do that at 940. Actress Victoria Brandart, she has a new film called The Institute. We'll be in the second hour. Very excited to have a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, David Robinson, the Admiral. Uh, no, not him, but drummer for The Cars. You're all I've got tonight. I need you tonight. Uh, we'll talk a little golf with Simon Holden in the third hour. And then John Andresik, also known as Five for Fighting, he has a new song uh, dedicated to the Ukraine. He was the guy that, I can't help but fly. I am Superman. It kind of went like this. I don't know the words. I don't know. Kind of like that, Dominic? Nah, I'm making him throw up. And myself. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Get the twitch.tv rolling right here in a second. And uh, also around the world on American Forces Radio Network. 100 outlets. Sorry, 500 outlets. Don't sell it short. Don't sleep on the outlets. 177 countries, ships at sea, AWACS overhead. If you're in the military, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home. Sit. We're also on sportsbyline.com, streaming along. Go there, click listen live. Any emails you want to send to me, goes to Rick to sportsbyline.com. What do you say? It doesn't matter. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider, 35 million homes. Homes, Tiddling Sports with Rick Tittle's Facebook page, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got three hours. Come on back. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? 
Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We have an open segment to begin the proceedings. So if you want to uh, get in, don't be shy. Dominic on the other side of the glass is poised like a cobra to grab the horn and put you on the air at 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, I want to start off with something that I always find a little bit uh, concerning. 
I was speaking with Jeff Fry yesterday, a longtime major league player, and you know we're the same age, and he doesn't like the ghost runner and some of these new rules, and uh, I don't either. <clears throat> um, I know that if I was still working in television uh, or doing the uh, the A's and Giants games as I did for ten years, or the eight and a half seasons I did the A's pre and post, I probably would like the ghost runner because we could all get the hell out. But as a fan, um, I think it's just a cheap run. I mean, it's not even an earned run for the pitcher who gives it up, as it shouldn't be. He didn't put the guy on second base. So uh, I'm always a little bit – and people don't like change just to begin with. But, you know, they use the Atlantic League sometimes to try out some of these new fangled things. Remember last year moving the mound back to 61 feet 6 inches – Well, today, Major League Baseball wants to experiment with the rules um, again. Um, And we know that the pitch clock has been used in the minors for, what, they're going into seven years now. But according to Jason Stark of The Athletic, they want to move second base closer to home plate in the minor leagues. What? It will be closer to first base and third base by 13 and a half inches. <clears throat> now, the interesting about this move, it draws attention to the fact that the bases won't be actually 90 feet apart. Second base is a bit off. But the easiest way to grasp this is an image. If you go to um, the Major League Baseball rule book, which I'm sure is on the dashboard of your car right now, just pull over and look at Appendix 2, page 171, of course. And the if you follow the lines around the actual baseline and ignore the part that says layout, each line shows the base exactly 90 feet apart. <clears throat> but if you notice, the line takes a 90-degree turn around first and third and home plate, But at second base, it's right in the middle of the bag. Isn't that interesting? So once again, uh, the 90 feet goes to the end. If you're, let's say you're running down first base. Try to make this easy. You're running down first base. You hit a hit a ground ball. You're trying to beat it out. You're safe. Well, the baseline is begins at the very very top of that bag. And if you're on third base, it begins at the very, very top of the bag. But the baseline for second base is the middle of the bag. And so what they want to do is they want to move the top corner of second base down so that it actually is 90 feet instead of a little bit more than 90 feet right now. And the result would mean, if they do move it down, that if you want to get it to the inside part of second base, it would be 87 feet. So we already know Major League Baseball wants to use bigger bases. But now we know moving second base slightly inward towards home plate is to make it more uniform, but also you're going to have more steals, which is an exciting element of play. Uh, the bigger basement, the bigger bases, of course, has the attachment of player safety uh, to them also. But the the benefit of moving second base in is really just more action, 
more steals, more attempts to stretch singles into doubles, closer plays on double plays, uh, things like that, double play attempts. So as long as the results are anything uh, extreme, it's a good chance we will see this coming to the major leagues. Uh, I don't have any doubt we're going to see this coming uh, to the major leagues. So um, what do you think um, of that? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. What do you think of that? You can let me know at uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. We've also had uh, in the um, last couple days some movies, uh, movies, some moves moving around, uh, and uh, Albert Pujols, uh, there was no official word that he had signed with the Cardinals, but he walked out down there in, where are they, Port St. Lucie, wherever their spring training is. He walks out wearing his number five, and the entire team, everybody in the bullpen, they stand up and give him a uh, an ovation. And yes, he won MVPs there. Yes, he won World Series there uh, as well. And he's back with uh, Yachty. Uh, again, but here's the thing to remember about Pujols: he stunk against left-handed hitting, but he was great. Hit 280 for the Dodgers against uh, lefties. So, with the expanded rosters, you get a couple extra players. With the DH in the National League, it made sense for John Mazeliak to bring him in. Who said, "Seldom does one get to share in watching or being a part of living history." From the day we called Albert's name in the draft room back in 1999 to now, as we set our sets on 2022, this reunion just makes sense in so many ways. We are all looking forward to reuniting Albert with his Cardinals family. And for the fan and all of us, including myself, this feels like looking through the pages of a favorite scrapbook or baseball card album and seeing those images and memories jump off the pages. And yes, Mozilliak has been there a long time. And I remember a couple of prospects that they traded and said, if you trade this guy, we'll never be fans again. One of them, I can't remember the name, but also is Derek Barton. You can't trade Derek Barton. How dare you? Well, think about this if you were at the game yesterday in the Grapefruit League. Yachty was behind the plate, and Adam Wainwright was on the bump. And they were all teammates on that 100-win Cardinals team in 2005. They didn't win the World Series that year, but they won it the next year. And um, it's widely suspected that all three are going to retire after this season. Uh, Pujols confirmed it. He said one last run. And um, it's funny, Dave Roberts chimed in from the Dodgers. He said that's the way his career should end. Tony La Russa was asked about it, and um, he said, I'm ecstatic for him. I'm ecstatic for the uh, the organization. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously Tony La Russa won the World Series there with the cards, uh, so uh, knows him uh, very, very well. But, you know, you think about a 22-year career, a 10-year contract with the Angels, and Norway was there for nine of them. It's hard to believe. Uh, I still think of Albert Pujols uh, as a cardinal, you know, and it's it doesn't look bizarre to see him in Angels red, but he's just been wearing red his whole career until he went to the Dodgers, which was kind of funny. But if you look at his numbers last year, 236, 29 runs, 17 home runs, 50 RBI, two steals, believe it or not. 
Uh, but from what we hear, it's a two and a half million dollar contract, which is exactly what he's worth. Come in, he'll probably hit. You know, he's. Um, I think he's 21 home runs away from 700. Only three other players have gotten to 700 home runs. That would be a cool thing for him to shoot for. I don't think he's going to get it. Um, he did have 17 last year, so maybe I shouldn't sell him short. And maybe he could retire with exactly 700, which would be pretty cool. All right, when we come back, we will talk to uh, Joe Reagan, Reese Across America, on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Let's say your business does $10,000 to $15,000 or more monthly revenue. There are times when you need more cash flow to run your business, right? Well, if you're a business owner in this situation, you need to call the Merchant Funding Line. We don't play by bank rules. We're a direct lender with the power to approve deals. We look at your business and we decide how much money to lend you. Good credit or bad credit, even if your business was affected by the recent pandemic. If your business is solid, we can lend you up to $500,000 in one day. That's a half a million dollars in one day. Use the money for anything you think is right to run your business. If you need money, call now to learn how easy it is to get up to $500,000 in as little as one day. 800-905-7186-800-905-7186-800-905-7186. That's 800-905-7186. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 754 4500. 
That's 800-754-4531. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And speaking of that, it's our pleasure to welcome to the show Joe Reagan from Wreaths Across America. Uh, and today is Vietnam Veterans Day. And um, uh, Joe is here to talk about getting national, national Senate bill 20, uh, 2571 signed. This was recognized uh, contributions to the Vietnam War and getting some names on that Vietnam War Memorial in Washington, D.C., which I've been to, and it's a, uh, it's a very powerful uh, monument. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about what, uh, what's going on today. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Rick, for having me, and thanks for sharing this, this really important story. You know, when we, you know, as a, as a veteran of, of the post-9-11 era, um, you know, I, I'd say all the time, you know, the, the benefits that we have as veterans today, especially a younger generation of veterans like myself, um, are, are largely in part to the advocacy of, of those veterans that served in Vietnam and Korea. Uh, and I'm so extraordinarily grateful not only for the service of, of those men and women that served uh, during the Vietnam era and before, um, but for the, uh, their continued service to support our, our veterans. And, and this day is, is really a day for them. Um, you know, the, the bill that you're talking about is, is in relation to... Um, uh, an event called the Tiger Flight 739, and this was a flight in 1962 that was headed for Vietnam that um, uh, disappeared uh, as it was going over the South Pacific. And um, these were uh, men and women. There's some. There's some women on the the flight crew um, that were on a mission that that has really never been talked about or shared with the families of those individuals, uh, and because they never made it made it to their destination, Vietnam. Uh, their sacrifice has never been included uh, as part of the, the Vietnam Wall. And, and uh, you know, their families, uh, of course, have always sought that closure. And when our founder at Reese Cross America, Maul Worcester, heard this story the first time, uh, he said, well, we're going to we'll build our own wall and we'll put their names there. And to see the impact that that had on, on the families uh, of these 93 service members and then the additional crew that were on board, um, and then the world to them. And I know many of them, uh, you know, really want to see those names included, along with the, the over 58,000 uh, men and women uh, who are enshrined on the Vietnam Memorial um, for their service and sacrifice that they've made through the, the Vietnam conflict. Well, we all know as things were getting uh, ramped up through several uh, presidential administrations in Southeast Asia, when President Kennedy uh, greenlit a clandestine mission like this, normally you would think it would be something with you know, uh, maybe special forces or somebody here or there, but this is over a hundred Americans uh, on this plane. Do we know what it was all about or speculate? 
No, quite frankly, we don't. Um, if you look at the backgrounds of the, of the men uh, that, were, that were on that mission, that were destined to do the mission in Vietnam, um, you know, they had a, a variety of, of, of different skills and came from a variety of different backgrounds. Uh, many of them did have uh, ranger training, uh, so we could we could presume that um, they would be working with the, the Vietnamese counterparts there uh, for some sort of a, a special mission. And then, of course, during the, the early '60s, uh, much of what was happening in, in Vietnam in terms of American presence was the advising and training component of that. So we can probably assume it has something to do with that, but the, the specifics um, have really never been shared. Why do you think they're not included? Uh, it was because it was clandestine or because it was just forgotten to history? Um, it's probably a little bit of both. And, and I think a lot of it also comes down to just the way that um, the initial congressional authorization for who would be included on the wall was, was written. Um, you know, obviously, there, is, there was never any trace of the flight found. So after the flight went down uh, on the evening of, of March 16th, um, they conducted a thorough search of the area south of uh, uh, Guam, uh, where they believed the flight went down, but they never found any wreckage or any evidence of the the flight whatsoever. Um, and so that kind of complicated things as, as well. Um, obviously, the families were notified that their loved ones had been missing, um, but why, why, what, where they were, what flight they were on, uh, that information had, had never really been shared. I just think about the red tape, too. Is, uh, when, when my dad passed away in December, uh, he's buried in a national cemetery, and the even though we, we said what it was supposed to be, it said Lieutenant J.G. He was a lieutenant commander in the Navy, so now he has to get a new headstone. So I just think about the rigmarole that my family had to go through for that. I can't even imagine trying to get somebody to say, you know, my, my loved one died in a clandestine mission. No one knows what happened. No one knows what, it, what they were doing. I can't believe how like, impossibly hard that would be to cut through all that red tape in Washington. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and you know, the families have been so persistent over the, over the years um, you know, when we at Reads Across America were able to, to establish this monument to honor them at our headquarters uh, in Columbia Falls, Maine, um, you know, it really reignited them. I and mean, this is, uh, I mean, this is something that happened 60 years ago. Uh, so you can imagine, you know, these are um, not a, not a lot of parents are left. These are these are brothers and sisters, uh, nieces, nephews um, that that are carrying on this legacy. And I, and I think that's where at Reads Across America this became so important to us um, was that's, that's what our, our mission is all about, to you know, remember, honor, and, and teach, um, and to be having the opportunity to help these uh, families uh, share that, that story of their loved ones, the little bit that we do know, um, is, is so incredibly important and so incredibly rewarding uh, to be able to, to work with, um, you know, work with these families and, and to hear uh, not just about how their loved one died, but more importantly, how they lived. And we can all write to our senators uh, for this as well. And uh, I know Senator Gary Peters uh, introduced this uh, bill, and we've got some support from New Hampshire, Tennessee, uh, Michigan uh, as well. But I'm sure there's a lot of pushback when you, when someone in Washington will say, you know, we got much bigger problems to deal with than something like this. And it's good to see that some of these uh, senators are embracing this. Absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, having worked in the veterans affairs space for as long as I have, uh, you know, supporting uh, uh, the men and women that have served us is, is an area that, that thankfully has continued to keep, you know, pretty broad support across the American population. I mean, this is, you know, to be, to give people an opportunity to, to hear the stories of, of the men that were on board uh, the, the Tiger flight. You know, this is, is just a great opportunity to come back and, and 
I think that that's when we look and explore our personal connections to the military. And you mentioned your father served, and I'm very grateful for your family's um, service. Um, you know, less than 7% of Americans uh, have served in the United States military at any at any point in their lives. Um, and I mean, it's, it's increasingly difficult sometimes for people to make that, that connection to our military, to our veteran community. Um, and that makes understanding the unique challenges that our, our military members, our service members, our veterans, their families are experiencing. Um, so to be able to share that with, you know, the general public to share these stories, uh, to create a better understanding of, of the sacrifice that's been made uh, to make sure that we have the freedom that we have. Um, you know, that's not only just something that, that I think is, is, is interesting history, but, um, you know, really a way for us to remind ourselves how connected we are as Americans and how we can, you know, by engaging in, in, in pride of our country, in pride of our, our military, um, you know, that can be the uniting factor that, that brings us together. And I, I can't think of a better day to be sharing that story with your listeners um, than today on, on Vietnam Veterans Day. Before we let you go, tell people more about Wreaths Across America, because it is a 501c3 nonprofit. Absolutely. And, I, and I, it's, a, it's, it's an organization that's near and dear to my, not just my heart, but so many others. Um, you know, our mission to remember, honor, and teach. Um, people think of us usually, uh, you know, come December, the annual replaying at, um, uh, at Arlington National Cemetery. But this is an organization that, that last year we laid wreaths at um, uh, over 2.4 million wreaths at over uh, 3,100 locations across the country. Um, this is an organization that brings communities together to, you know, help share the stories of, of, of sacrifice and service of our, our military members, veterans, and their families, um, and also is able to provide back. We've had, um, to date, we've given over $17 million back to support living veterans and communities across the country, which is something I'm tremendously proud of. Well, I want to remind everybody uh, to uh, get on board with this. It's uh, it's very important. We're speaking with uh, Joe Reagan. It is National Senate Bill 2571 to get uh, the people who made that sacrifice on the Flying Tiger Line Flight 739 on the Vietnam Wall. It was hard enough just to get that Vietnam uh, veterans wall built when you have an unpopular war and people hold it against the the people who were sent there even though they didn't make the policy so for to help out online where can we go joe well you can always of course learn more about uh, what we've done uh, locally at reefs across america by going to reefscrossamerica.org uh, and as you mentioned of course uh, you can always reach out to your local congressional representatives and and, and share this story as well all right uh, joe reagan reefs across america good stuff thanks for all you're doing joe well, thank you, Rick. Thanks for letting us share the story. No doubt about it. And, you know, <clears throat> as I was saying, an unpopular war, nobody wants to think about Vietnam, right? You know, um, and you think about how it started going under Kennedy and then it just kept passing on and on and then it, uh, under its worst, under Lyndon Johnson and McNamara and just the uh, the waste of life, especially the waste of American lives, I have to say, that, you know, but whatever the cause, the soldiers, they didn't make the policy. They were sent there, they come back, and they were spat upon. And, um, you know, I grew up in Berkeley. There were Vietnam vets everywhere, and most of them were strung out on the streets. And so uh, anytime we can respect our Vietnam vets, I'm all for it. All right, when we come back, a little salesporttalk.com.
This is Karen Lyle welcoming Nick Douglas as a contributor to Salesport Talk with an interview of SailGP Spain team driver Jordi Zamora. Great day out on the office. Oh my gosh, so exciting to see you steering. Yeah, yeah. We, we have been, uh, I don't know, uh, it's been amazing. Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been amazing with, with the guys. I just focused on, on listening to the guys, on trust the guys. And, and yeah, imagine how good they are, no? Because, uh, yeah, this kind of, after yesterday, we knew that we could do it, something like this. And, and in the back of our minds, no one was saying it, but we all knew that, that we could do uh, something good. And, and, and yeah, I think we put, uh, we changed exactly what we wanted to change from yesterday practice races into racing. And, and yeah, we saw two, to put two podium finishes in our debut is, is just uh, amazing. No, uh, I'm extremely thankful to the team to for their support uh, to putting me in, in the into the driving because uh, to be honest, I didn't wanted to to jump here. But but yeah, I just trust the team as as, as the same as I do in the boat. And, and yeah, it was. It has been really good. You don't even have to go on the water tomorrow because you're already a hero after your bronze medal, and now this today, no, the Spanish it, people will be jumping around. Well, yeah. I, to, to be honest, it's all on on flow. Diego, uh, Joan with the tactics uh, have done. Matthew, Joel, they uh, have been doing an amazing job. Uh, to be honest, I'm just focusing on listening on them, and and yeah, imagine uh, to be honest how good they are uh, to to put two podium finishes with a with a new driver no uh, it means how good they are and I'm, I'm super happy for them so is this the rise of the fourth king yeah is it, are you the rise of the fourth king no 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 he's too humble for that no no no, no. But, but you're amazing so today you're you're out there it's your first time actually racing and helming the f50 but you've watched it a lot i know that last season you were training for the olympics and i know you're watching and but you've learned so quickly as well i think we have to give some credit to you since since the games i it hasn't been one single day that i haven't been working for slgb and for this and and to finish uh, in this way, the, the debut with two podium finishes is uh, just amazing. But I think uh, it's it's all on the team, and and yeah, uh, we're extremely happy. Uh, you dream from all your life, no, uh, racing these guys, and and finally you go and race these guys, and to put two podium finishes in the first day you race these guys with this boat. Not so long time ago, we were watching these guys racing here in San Francisco for the TV, and and now to come here, it's us racing here. It's Amazing. Well, well done to you. Good luck tomorrow. Yes. I, mean, I, I was with these guys today. Ah, Nestor, yeah. yeah. My godfather. Yeah, yeah. They say hi. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Sports Byline USA, San Francisco, around the world on AFN, and uh, Tuesdays at 940. Co-hosting this segment with me is Karen Lyle on behalf of salesportstalk.com, and we have some pre-recorded interviews we're going to get to here in a little bit uh, from Karen. Karen, very busy weekend for you at SailGP, huh? Well, it was really exciting. I mean, this was a great race. Uh, the Maradala Cell GP race, it, everybody did such a great job in putting this on. And there were fans. It was so good to see people out. I mean, it was not only was the stadium full and the yacht clubs, but there were just, I don't know, more than a thousand people lined up on the rocks and the shore just to watch the race and the 
weather was great. I mean, it was good to have this. So uh, for you, um, you know, how how thrilling is this on 1 to 10 for you? Oh, I think it's up there on a 10, but probably, um, I mean, I think the thing that really excites me about a race like this is that it brings together all of these amazingly talented people from around the world. And I don't mean just the athletes who are on the water, but all the team behind the scenes. And everybody works so hard to you know, make this into an exciting race. I mean, I, and they make it possible for me to interview it. I saw Tom Kingsby and interviewed him and Ben Ainsley and Jimmy Spittle and Nathan Outerage and, and all of the drivers of the nation teams. And, you know, they made it possible for that to happen in a very organized and efficient manner and, you know, created a great experience. But, you know, you know what the showstopper was? Do you know about that? Did you, <laughs> or you want me to tell? <laughs> did, well, did they do it in, where, where was it? Was it in San Francisco? Well, it's on, so I didn't set the scene for our international audience. It is on the San Francisco Bay, right in front of the Golden Gate Bridge, okay. right between the Golden Gate Yacht Club and the St. Francis Yacht Club. And so you've got these nation boats out there. They're racing on these F-50s. They're going over 50 knots. I mean, it's, you know, it's the, the tension is there. Everybody's, you know, excited about what's happening. You've got it down to the fine, final grand finale in the championship race, and it's USA taking the lead. And then after that, you've got Australia and Japan catching up. And then all of a sudden, this whale comes into the, into the scene. Wow. And they had, to stop the, they had to stop the match race at the end because there's a policy that this powered by nature CLGP race doesn't run over whales, which I appreciate. But it was so anticlimactic that a lot of us just laughed. I mean, it was like powered by nature. Nature's showing you what's in charge. <laughs> Anyways, they did finish the race. They, they regrouped after the whale moved out. And um, then there were light winds to deal with, so it wasn't the same. But, you know, of course, Tom Swingsby run won this. But USA, they might have won it if we hadn't had that whale. But, you know, what's more important, not hitting the whale or winning the race? I think not hitting the whale is better. <laughs> All right. Well, Karen uh, interviewed someone from Japan team, Denmark team, Global Wasp coach, Sail GP. And uh, Karen, let's get to that now. What do you think? I think that's great. Nathan Outerage of, of Japan team is my first interview here. All right. We've got some interviews from Karen Lyle at Sail GP. And uh, here we go. Nathan, this is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. You're representing Japan, and that's the goal is that you will not represent Japan when they can take the lead and have all Japanese uh, sailors on there. So what's happening with that effort? Yeah, so the goal has always been to, to grow Japanese sailors into the team. And so for next season, um, we'll be racing with three Japanese sailors on board at all times, and then it'll continue uh, to four in season four. So it's a real balance, you know, we want to win because we're competitors, but we need to do some talent ID and we need to introduce them to Sao GP. So, you know, we're here and we've got two female sailors with us from Olympic classes, giving them as much time and experience as we can on the boat. We've got Tim and Leo and Yuki who are with us all through season one. And we did racing today with all three of the Japanese sailors on board. So that's trending really well for season three. 
The next step is to bring in more Japanese sailors, which we've been doing throughout the season to give them experience in the team. But we'll need our reserve sailors next year to be Japanese. So Fuku, who's based in Japan, he's there all the time. He's the CEO of the team. He's running foiling camps with the youth sailors, the female sailors, and basically presenting me and saying, hey, Nathan, I think this person would be a good addition to the team in the future. Right now we're looking for... 90, 95 kilo grinders to come in and join us next year. But after that, we'll be looking for a wing trimmer or a flight controller to come in as we bring Leo further back in the boat. Diplomacy. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I love love the sport and, and love helping people you know, get their opportunity to, to be at the front of the fleet. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Yep. We're speaking to our 82 million fans in 168 countries. And I am here with the driver for the Denmark team, Nikolai Sehester. Yeah, it's uh, nice to meet you. And so, great day out there on the on the course today. What was the most challenging jibe that you did? The most challenging jibe was the third race and the first downwind after the, the first turning mark. We, we just didn't pull it off, unfortunately, and that cost us a lot. So, uh, But yeah, as you said, there's a lot of challenging jibes out there. It's not easy with the waves and the sea state and, and the breeze, and each maneuver is actually hard. And, and these teams make it look easy, but it's, it's a lot harder than look from, from on board. And when you're going through that jibe and trying to keep up on the foils, what are the strategies that you have to use to keep foiling throughout the jibe? You need to try to see if you can keep the same speed on both foils and the same lift, so you have a, a very level boat, level platform, uh, which means if you're turning very hard, you're going to make it hard for one foil and easy for another foil. So you need to try to judge the speed of or the turn rate of the whole boat, and then you need to add the right amount of lift on both foils to keep the keep the boat flying. But if you add too much lift, you're going to ask too much for the balls that they can't deliver and they're going to end up stalling like an airplane wing. So it's about asking as much lift as you can without stalling the water flow on the, on the foils. And also the communication between you and the person who's trimming the wing. How do you do that in a jibe when the time is so short? We don't really communicate much. We just know sort of what we both of us is doing we don't we don't have time to talk about what the next thing we're going to do is if he knows if i'm turning left then he's going to use the wing and likewise if i turn up so it's it's the main communication we do between us myself and the wing is it's just the course the moding where we want to go on the course not so much sailing the boat that's just like riding a bike for us and also you represent your country what a country for sailing what does this mean for denmark to have you representing denmark in your team representing denmark and, and rockwell is is, is the key for our team that's the whole goal and the whole you know motivation motivating factor for us it's we're not doing this just for go sailing we're doing this because we want to achieve something for Rockwell and for Denmark so it's it's, it's a big part of our DNA and uh, and the red and white colors is, is something that we wear proudly every day and then it motivates us a lot and yeah you, you see a lot of Danish people in our team and that's not a coincidence it's, it's simply because it, it matters to us that that is Dan- Denmark and, and, and Danish team we have uh, yeah we have 80% of the race crew has to be Danish, uh, so we have a, a big Danish team, and then we have a Swedish guy on board today, but he's got a Danish mother and a, and a Swedish father, so we, we see him as Danish, so yeah, full, full Danish I think team. that would count. I think that would count as well. <laughs> um, so what would you say for the Danish sailors out there who might aspire to the role that you have, because you want eventually them to be on your team? It's very important to us that we have the next generation, you know, growing up, watching us, what we do, and, and get inspired to go and do the same. Uh, we have a lot of activities in Denmark for the youth. You know, we have Rock the Boat Academies, we have training camps, we have, you know, lectures for the youth. It's, it's, it's all about the youth because we're not getting any younger on the boat. So we need the next generation ready to take over and, and, and do an even better job than we're doing. And, and that's the only one thing is sure, the next one's always going to be better than you. That's anything in the world. So that's what we got to get ready.
Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. This is Karen Lyle with Salesport Talk, and I'm here with Martin Evans, who is the Global Class Manager for WASP with the SailGP Inspire program. And we're over here in the tents where all the team, the WASP team, are hanging out, and there's this wonderful WASP sitting on its side in display. Can you tell us a little bit about this program and why you're involved? Uh, yeah, so this program is trying to give uh, young sailors a really realistic chance to get into professional foiling racing and especially sail GP. And sailing's come on so so quickly over the last 10 years or so. Falling is now at the forefront with the America's Cup and sail GP. And there's loads of kids around the world who are looking at sail GP and thinking, how do I get there? And at WASP we're trying to provide that opportunity. So now there is a realistic chance that you can start foiling at the age of 11, 12 years old in a WASPX. You can move through to a WASP, qualify for GP Inspire, and then the winner of this Inspire event here in San Francisco gets to join a team for an event and set on an F50. So for the first time ever, we now have this proper falling pathway all the way from kids through to youth, and potentially for the lucky sailors and the, the best people out there through to getting their dream and racing an F50 on GP, which is awesome and I really wish that when I was a youth sailor that was around for me because it is an incredible opportunity. WASP is a single-handed boat uh, so it's they're all one design as well so a WASP is essentially if you're familiar with an international moth it's a similar concept uh, the designer has just looked at a moth and said what can we do to make it more accessible what can we do to make it safer and what can we do to make it cheaper and make it affordable um, and the WASP was born single-handed foiling boat all one design so it's just down to the sailor's skill and uh, and they're you know the fleet's growing massively around the world at the moment we've got 1300 boats worldwide and they're we can't build them quick enough people want to buy them people want to join the swarm and, and get racing and sail gp inspire is just part of that and so what is the goal for wasp itself as a manufacturer as far as you know improving the technology of their boat uh, our goal as a manufacturer the, the, the biggest thing is to keep it one design and be really strict on that um and where the, the moth has a great place in sailing, uh, the international moth has a great place in sailing in terms of development, the WASP is really trying to take all of that foiling expertise and just bring it into an accessible package where people who want to foil and can just turn up and do it. They don't have to spend too much money, don't spend too much time fixing their boat. It's all about just getting out in the water as much as you can and having a great time. And that's the reason why the fleet is made up of people all the way from 11 years old up to 65 years old. We've got some sailors racing around and everybody in between we've got some pro sailors we've got some people who are literally starting out for the first couple of times foiling so a massive spectrum and it's just all about getting on the water having fun in an in a easy and affordable way and so how are you finding it in san francisco oh it's awesome yeah yeah it's my first time in san francisco i've heard a lot about it and it's definitely delivering uh, delivering on what what people have said just before this event at sail gp we actually had a wasp america's championship uh, in the Bay Area over at Richmond Yacht Club, uh, which was awesome, like sunny, good wind, uh, just people were blown away really by how great the regatta was and a real success and hopefully that carries the momentum forward in the US. Uh, and then coming over to St. Francis area and the Golden Gate Yacht Club and Sail GP, in the iconic, you know, by the iconic Golden Gate Bridge, it's just been awesome. And for the sailors as well, a lot of these guys are from Europe. They would have never been here before. And, you know, it's a very, very famous place to come and race and massive crowds, awesome opportunity. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm here at 
the end of the CLGP race and we are in San Francisco and I'm speaking with a guest of the Golden Gate Yacht Club. Tucker Presnell. Tucker Presnell. And what was the most interesting moment for you on the race? Uh, probably the finish when they came really close by us. Also when they came around the second mark um, from the downwind leg up upwind when they again came really close by us. That was also very interesting. And are you a sailor? Uh, yes, I am. So what do you sell? Uh, my dad has a Cal 20 and we sail that around. I also do uh, the sailing program at Treasure Island and we sail RS Vivas. Wonderful. Would you rather be watching the CLGP race or would you rather be on the water with your boat? On the water. Spoken like a sailor. <laughs>
We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And, um, you know, Adam Schefter has just tweeted that the um, NFL will be having a new overtime rule where both teams get the football, but only in the playoffs. Playoffs? Only in the playoffs, which is kind of weird. The NFL also said yesterday, coming from Palm Beach, Florida, owners meeting, that all 32 NFL teams must hire this season a minority offensive assistant. And the coach can be a, quote, female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority. Now, here's where it could get tricky, because people who are under the faith of Judaism are considered an ethnic minority. So could you say, I hired a Jewish guy, he's an ethnic minority? Do you know if that would go over well? It wouldn't. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way. No, it can't be a white guy. Um, White girl. But this goes beyond the Rooney rule. This is forcing it down your throat, whether you like it or not. You must have a minority offensive assistant. I'm surprised that every team doesn't already have one. When I think about wide receiver, running back, quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, head coach. But uh, that uh, that's a rule. All right. We got two more hours. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed into law the Parental Rights and Education Bill, dubbed by critics the Don't Say Gay Bill, to ban classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity. The law will shield kids from kindergarten through third grade from the topics. Now in Florida, we found at least six school districts that had policies to cut parents out of decisions regarding their child's well-being and to shield them from knowing about various forms of mental health services. Broward, Hillsborough, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, Sarasota, and Volusia counties. Critics of DeSantis say the bill is putting children in harm's way. Ukraine officials say it's hoping that today's first face-to-face peace talks with Russia in over two weeks could lead to a ceasefire. But a senior U.S. State Department official said President Vladimir Putin did not appear ready to make compromises to end the war. USA Radio News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-272-1955. That's 1-800-272-1955. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-272-1955. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Tragedy strikes after a snow squall that led to a multi-vehicle crash on Interstate 81 in Pennsylvania Monday. Heavy fog and rain from the squall caused 40 vehicles to crash. About 20 people were taken to area hospitals and three perished about 50 miles west of Allentown. Will Smith and Chris Rock have made up in Hollywood. Actor Will Smith is apologizing to Chris Rock for taking the Oscar stage Sunday to slap the comedian after a joke at the expense of his wife, fellow actor Jada Pinkett Smith, who suffers from alopecia, an autoimmune disease that causes hair loss. On Instagram, Smith said that he was out of line and that his actions are, quote, not indicative of the man I want to be. Smith won the award for Best Actor for his portrayal of Richard Williams in the movie King Richard, the story based on the father of tennis stars Venus and Serena Williams. Smith also apologized to the Academy, which has opened a formal inquiry, as well as to the Williams family. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. Are you diabetic and searching for a healthy beverage to enjoy every day? Consider diabetic-friendly and delicious Glucodown drink mixes. Glucodown drink mixes are specially enriched with prebiotic fiber, essential vitamins and minerals. There's no sugar or caffeine. Glucodown's clinically proven prebiotic fiber helps maintain blood sugar levels in a healthy range, especially after meals. Eight diabetic-friendly, delicious flavors. Shop now at Amazon. Search Glucodown. That's G-L-U-C-O, down. Yes, we did talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's going to be real. The possibility of food shortages in America is real. Representative Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, on Newsmax weighs in. I mean, I was struck when you talk about him talking about shortages. You know, think about Ronald Reagan talked about America being that shining city on a hill. President Trump said, we're going to make America great again, and he did. And now here comes Joe Biden, and what's he say? Get ready for shortages. I mean, this is the result 
of, of, of the lack of leadership, of the bad policies and all the bad decisions from the Biden administration. And you're exactly right. We had better, as uh, this administration, had better change course. The problem is, Grant, I don't think they can because I don't think the hard left will let them change anything. They're beholden to all these crazy policies, particularly the crazy energy policy that is Frankly, I think the catalyst for for what for, for this whole situation, because Putin used the leverage that came with the energy based on the crazy decisions of the Biden administration to uh, launch this terrible invasion of Ukraine. Attorneys filed court documents for some of those killed and injured during last year's deadly Astro World Music Festival in Houston, Texas, alleging that rapper Travis Scott violated a gag order to influence possible jurors and rebuild his reputation ahead of a potential trial. The complaint swirls around a project Scott made earlier this month called Project Heal, a $5 million initiative that includes funding for safety challenges for festivals and large-scale events. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Hour number two of three is underway. Yesterday was Raider quarterback... Derek Carr's 31st birthday and some people like to point out that that's how old Ken Stabler was when he won Super Bowl 11. <clears throat> um, you can't compare Ken Stabler to Derek Carr but then again if you want to look at stats Derek Carr <clears throat> is one of only seven quarterbacks to throw for over 31,000 yards and over 190 touchdowns before turning 31. The others are Peyton Manning, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, and Drew Bledsoe. How about that, Drew? Another piece of, uh, oh, by the way, quarterbacks with at least 4,000 passing yards the last four seasons, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. So the stats are always eye-popping. It's just the eye test. You know what I mean? On paper, he's worth all the extensions, and it looks like McDaniel's building around him, and he'll give it to him. Uh, Speaking of Raiders, Solomon Thomas has signed with the Jets, the number 
three overall pick back in uh, 2017 out of Stanford. Robert Sala knows him very well. He actually played okay for the Raiders last year. He had three and a half sacks despite never starting a game. Two forced fumbles, 12 QB hits, and uh, that's a career high, three and a half sacks. But the Niners had Bosa and Armstead and Buckner, and the list goes on and on, the guys he played with. And then he tore his ACL, coincidentally, against the Jets. But the Jets are trying to build up those trenches. And uh, even in the defensive backfield, they got DJ Reed from Seattle. They got Jordan Whitehead from Tampa Bay. They're trying to do something. But you know what? They'll still be the Jets. You don't really brag about getting Solomon Thomas. Okay. 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll get to the uh, overtime rules in the uh, at some point in the show, but we've got a lot of guests coming up, so get on in and listen to them. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you, we promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-391-8713. That's 800-391-8713. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. 
Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, too. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented actress, Victoria Brandart. She's here to talk about her new movie, which is available right now, on-demand platforms, DVD, Blu-ray as well. It's called The Institute. Victoria, uh, first of all, spelling your name with a Y, um, if that was your parents' idea, i got to give them credit. That's pretty cool, huh? Thank you, thank you. It was actually my idea, so uh, thanks for the credit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it sticks out, and then it reminds you that the word victory is in there. That's right. All about victory. How are you, Rick? I'm doing fine. How are you? Thanks for asking. Um, So for you on the way, I'm always uh, interested in how actors... um, actually start working because as you know like i heard ryan goslin doing an interview where he said he went into an audition there were 10 guys that looked exactly like him he cried at the audition he gave it everything and the part was already promised to jared leto so how do you get through all that and break through victoria um the industry is absolutely absolutely tough and that story i have lived that story many times. Um, I, I think it's really all about the right place at the right time. And um, I'll definitely be sharing with you later about how I met my co-producers, um, you know, and the director, Hamza Zaman, and um, how I started on the journey with the Institute. So just a little background, where did you uh, grow up and when did you come out to Hollywood? Grew up in Romania, came to the U.S. when I was uh, about 10 and uh, Hollywood wasn't really a, a priority for me until probably about maybe 15, 15, 16, 17. I went to school and, and then I decided to, you know, chase after my dreams after I had, uh, you know, my education done. <laughs> right. So were you uh, Bucharest or Ploest? Where were you from? Nice. Look at you. I was in Timisoara. Oh, I don't know where that is. <laughs> Not too far away. Oh, okay. So um, it's interesting when you think about, I mean, Hollywood seems a million miles away to someone who grows up in Iowa or maybe even in the Valley. Right. So how do you go from Romania to, to Hollywood? Was that just your goal? No one was <laughs> going to stop you or did you kind of just find yourself there? It's interesting because I, it is it is true. If you have a goal, you can go after that. And I have to say that I started with modeling first. Then I realized in a short time that modeling is going to have a shelf life, especially for someone like me that is not very tall. Um, but interestingly enough, I always wanted to be an entertainer, be a model, be an actor. And I sought out to do it, and I did it. 
Oh, it's fantastic. Okay, let's talk about the Institute. The film tells the tale of a young couple desperate to have a kid, and then what happens? Well, without getting too much away, um, as you know, whenever you're desperate, you're willing to go beyond um, beyond your typical boundaries, and that's exactly what happens with my character Marie and her husband Danny. They are so desperate to the point where they um, they go to this institute that is really unorthodox in in the ways that they do help families conceive, and then you'll find out the rest <laughs> when you watch the film. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How much of it during the uh, the pandemic, obviously, there weren't big debuts, but it was kind of a double-edged sword. You maybe didn't work as much, but then again, if you did have content, the entire world was starved for it, and so you got so many eyeballs on it from these streaming services. So it was kind of a double uh, whammy, huh? Yeah, that's exactly what we sought out to do. It wasn't something that... Uh it wasn't something we wanted to hold back on. Now, you know, we did have some budgetary constraints, constraints, excuse me, and I think that you will see that if you're looking, uh, you know, if you watch the film, there's some elements in there that could have used a little more work, but um, we really wanted to take this opportunity with, just as you said, this. Uh, we were starved of content, not having produced much during the COVID era as an industry. So for you, um, you know, I know a lot of actors like to do method or get into it. I doubt very highly you got in vitro treatment to see what it was like. But how do you, mm-hmm. how did you go about sort of, <laughs> quote unquote, researching the role? Uh, great question. So interestingly enough, the role, although it was not meant to be mine originally, I, I, I realized that possibly might have might have might have been uh, something that was meant to be because I have my own fertility problem. So I was able to channel into that um, and use that for Marie. Now with IVF, I've had friends that have gone through that journey as well. And uh, of course, that was helpful for me in my research. So you're saying you weren't the first was the first choice actress. Did she tip over craft services table and throw a tantrum? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) No, we actually didn't get there. So the way that it worked out was that there was an actress that was picked out by our director prior to me meeting him. Right. So he had the whole cast ready. And once we looked into getting this project produced, uh, we had made the decision, especially with COVID around uh, to make it non-union, right? And that means that you have to change the type of the actor because those were union actors. And uh, so we, we made a change to that. Um, and we rehired the full cast um, as I was hiring actresses for this role. Hamza, our director, did give me an opportunity to read or audition for Marie. And uh, he liked my read. And that was uh, just the way that it worked out. You nailed it. Last question for you. Are you a performer that when you see yourself up on that massive screen, are you eating it up with a big bowl of popcorn or are you watching (laughs) it through your fingers, judging yourself in every word? It makes me sick. I don't like to watch it at all. (laughs) And no, it's it's absolutely cringe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The yeah. movie is called The Institute from Gravitas uh, Ventures, and uh, it is available now, as I mentioned, on-demand platforms, DVD, 
Blu-ray cable as well. And we've been speaking with uh, one of the stars, Victoria Brandart. And I'll say, uh, Multsumask. Multsumask. Thank you very much. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Wild. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Do you own an annuity? Either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night do you think why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning i just figured she was a raging alcoholic 
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, we're waiting on our guest, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. David Robinson had a great career at the Naval Academy before being the number one overall pick by the San Antonio Spurs. What's that? Oh, it's not him. Oh, we're waiting on uh, John Marco Ceresi. That's who we're waiting on right now. Got to get my uh, my ducks set around. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Rick Tittle back with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show comedian Gianmarco Soresi. He is at Helium, Indianapolis. Uh, Gianmarco, a stand-up comedian. Gianmarco, welcome to the show. I actually saw you in person in December at the uh, the Fat Black. That was the first time I saw you, and I, I thought you were pretty hilarious. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for saying my name with such an Italian flair. I really appreciate it. I didn't know Indianapolis, if, if you guys would, you know, have that Italian accent going. Well, I'm actually in San Francisco, so I'm a little more sophisticated. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> let's, let's, let's dump all over the place I'm about to go to. No, I'm actually from Oakland, and it kills me. I've worked in San Francisco over 30 years, and, and even people who move here from Iowa, they automatically think they're, they're more cultured once they come to San Francisco. Sure, sure. I can understand yeah, but you, uh, you know, I'm a comedy nerd, and, and whenever I'm in New York, I'll go everywhere. The Cellar, Gotham, The Strip, and, you know, The VU, and I was at The Fat Black, and I went there to see uh, Tom Takar, and it was one of those shows that was starting at 1 a.m., you know, one of them deals. And, oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> yes. And uh, I think I got out of there almost at 3, and I still had to get a piece of pizza, of course. But um, I hadn't I hadn't seen you in person before, and um, really loved the uh, the energy. And I say youthful energy, but you're probably older than I think you are, right? Well, we we can talk about that off the radio. I I think I can play early twenties to early thirties still <laughs> with the right makeup team. I can I can play a senior in high school, maybe who was held back a couple years. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I I, I was a theater kid uh, growing up. So I like to bring some of that, uh, all those, all those voice and speech and dance classes I spent so much money on. I like to use a little bit of that on the stage. So I know with the Italians, uh, growing up Catholic, I knew a lot of them, and everyone. And I've been to Italy. I love Italy, but everyone to the south of you is worthless. And it goes all the way down. <laughs> it goes all the way down to Sicily. Um, even though the Sicilians are drinking coffee in the sun and people are getting rained on and. Milan, but uh, wh- where are the Soresis from? So, well, now that we've established the South is the worst, I think that's where the Soresis uh, came from. We were Sicilian way back there, mm-hmm. very, very far back. I mean, my dad, I tell people I think my dad's a quarter Italian, which makes me 100% Italian, because <laughs> that's how I was raised. <laughs> you know, we, we, we watched The Godfather like it was a home movie. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so it's it's somewhere in Sicily, and I used to think I was nervous because my mom's Jewish. My dad says he's 100% Italian, and I, I never took those DNA tests because I was worried, you know, my name's Gianmarco, find out I'm 2% Italian. I'll have to change it to something more accurate like Juigi or something. <laughs> Well, yeah, that means you're you're officially Jewish, obviously, if your if your mom is Jewish. So, but you guys can agree on both sides of the family on Yahweh, right? Yes, yes. There's there's a lot of I think you know Italians, Europeans, Jewish. 
we're 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 very very big theatrical. We can uh, we can be fun, but we can complain. There's a lot in common. I'm I'm sure that's probably a cool thing too. When you're sitting around maybe some anti semites and you're like, "Hello, I'm Jewish." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's nothing nothing more fun than hanging out with some anti semites. <laughs> I uh, no, I mean my 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 girlfriend is uh is Jewish, very Jewish. And um, I had to, you know, I, I went on a date with with a Catholic woman once, and she asked me if I went to Jewish church, <laughs> and I had to be like, "Honey, they're called delis." <laughs> so it's 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 nice to be with with another member of the tribe, as they say. That's pretty good. Now I meant I remember you mentioned your girlfriend a lot. It's nice that you incorporate her into your act. Well, listen, I had to. I had to. I I was told um, it's very hard as a comedian because jokes take a long time to write. And so you start dating someone new. All your jokes are about your ex. And at some point they go, okay, we've been dating a year now. It's time to, to work me into the act. And uh, once you do, you're like, okay, but you got to date me for another couple of years because I spent a lot of time on these new jokes. <laughs> got more questions for John Marco Ceresi. He's at Helium Indie. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Um, you know, I always like the fact that, you know, comedians, it all comes from intelligence. And, you know, sometimes I learn things when I watch comedians. Like, I learned the word ephibophile <laughs> from you, <laughs> which is a great bit, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very nerve-wracking bit to tell on the stage, for sure. Well, I think that's why you say, um, stick with me a hundred times, right? The, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because if an audience interrupts that joke, for, for those who... For the for the few who haven't seen my Comedy Central set, yeah, uh, it, it's basically talking about R. Kelly. You know, everyone refers to R. Kelly as a, as a pedophile, and in terms of psychological uh, breakdowns, that's not the correct term. But the joke being that if you try to explain the correct delineations between a pedophile, a hepophile, and an ephipophile, uh, you sound like a pedophile. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's one of these jokes on stage where. It's a long setup where I explain the different classes, and if someone interrupts, I've lost it. And all of a sudden, I am <laughs> I am the one on stage. They're like, this guy is weird. Oh, there's a great pedophile joke, and I, I want to say it's either um, Sagalo or St. Germain. One of them told me. It's an S, I think. But somebody was talking about he was the worst pedophile of all time. And he's not like, no, he actually was the best. He got a lot of kids, the worst pedophile of all time. I'd drive up in a van and try to give away raisins and WNBA cards. <laughs> I love that joke. I believe you're thinking of Mike Racine. Racine, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, that is Mike Racine. Yeah, because I think like, he had his beard and then he shaved it. So I, that's why I thought it was St. Germain. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's one of my favorites as well. Oh, that's so good. All right, but let's talk about Gianmarco Ceresi. Um, are sure. you afraid now of getting slapped if you say something that a heckler doesn't like? <laughs> I, you know, I was with a comic last night, a very good comic named Sammy Obeid, and he was telling me about being assaulted on stage and how it was it was triggering for him to see that. I I get nervous about it now and then because I think what happens when you're on stage is you you just like you have to have this ego to be a comic. You got to be like, you know, I'm the one in charge. I can, I can be a jerk and it's all, all in good fun. And sometimes you forget that the reason you became a comedian is because you have no athletic abilities and you couldn't fight if your life depended on it. <laughs> so I think, I think I'm good at like 
diffusing tension. But I, I of course, get, I did one, one show at a club called LOL in New York, and there was this group of guys talking, and one of them had like a really bright gold grill. And I don't know what I was thinking, but I just started making fun of his grill. And he stood up, mm-hmm. and it, I felt terrified. And thank God someone on the other side of the room dropped a glass. And I was like, oh, my God, you scared that guy over there. Meanwhile, I'm about to piss my pants on stage. And luckily, if you can get a laugh, you can diffuse it pretty quickly. Well, a lot of comedians are, are talking like, oh, no, now we're scared. It's Will Smith's going to be at our show and slap us. And I'm like, Will Smith's not coming to, to your, your bar show in Brooklyn in the basement. Don't worry. <laughs> I guess time will tell. Time will tell if people are like, oh, we can slap now? Cool. But yeah, I, I, I do think comedians, we, we have a mic stand on stage. That can be a, a rod. We have a, a mic. We have a wire. We're kind of fully loaded up there. So you can try. We got a stool. That can be a shield. I think we just need a combat class where we learn some techniques to use the stool. You can use a stool like a, like a lion tamer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what they use. That's a good point. <laughs> I heard Greg Fitzsimmons told me, and and we know Fitz dog is not very big. He said a guy ran up on the stage and he did take the mic and he whacked him right in the head with it. Oh, they grabbed he, he whacked Greg or Greg no Greg him. Greg knew he goes I'm too small to fight this guy so Greg took his mic and hit the guy right on the head with it. Boy, it's it's tough because I think like I. If someone's coming at you in, in real life, in real life, I'm just running. You know, I'm just running for the yeah. hills. Speaking of emergencies, stage, you got a, you got an emergency right now. I think I heard. I it's, yeah, it's in the background of the TV screen. I don't know how to turn <laughs> it off. I'm, I'm in I'm in LA, so this must be an earthquake or something. This could be my last interview. So please, please, if I can't make it to Indianapolis, just uh, just air it. TMZ has the audio of Gianmarco Ceresi crapping his pants on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. All good. All right. Well, um, Um, after uh, Indy, if, uh, you know, here, if if you headline the punchline or or Cobbs, you know, come on in. I'm actually going to do Cobbs. I'm going to do Cobbs. Oh, when are you doing that? Cobbs. Let me me put it up right now, but I believe Mm -hmm. it is June. 24th oh here we go here we go um i'm excited i've never been i've never been there it's june 12th okay yeah cobb's comedy club great yeah and so, that's uh, right next to indianapolis go there well come on into the studio we'd love to have you and and you'll fit right in because that's right next to little italy here north beach Ooh, i'd love that i'm excited i bet that's where my family's from my dad really just meant that we had family from little italy he just left out the little <laughs> so I'm going to get back down to my roots. I, I tell people, like, uh, in the 1930s, my, my great-grandpa Luigi and my great-grandma Donkey Kong immigrated to America. <laughs> so, so when people ask where I'm from, I say, Nintendo. That's pretty good. And so not south of Italy, south of Houston. South of Houston, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, everybody, check out Gianmarco Saresi. He is at Helium, Indianapolis. And uh, everybody in the Bay, check him out June 12th here at uh, Cobbs, and we'd love to have you in studio. John Marco, as I said, I saw you in person in December. I thought you were hilarious, so uh, keep up the good work, man. Thanks a lot, man. See you guys in Indianapolis. All right, there he is in the hub city. Um, you know what's funny? I was reading about the arch the other day, and when the arch was built, one thing that these biplanes tried to do was fly through it. That was, like, the cool thing to do. 
Can you imagine trying to do that now? One of those were like Red Bull planes. Probably wouldn't work. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer David Robinson. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo! I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa! That's ridiculous! Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800 756 3744. 800 7564. Appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide Guide to Publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. I don't mind you coming here 
All right, the uh, the soundtrack of my uh, childhood there, the songs from The Cars, one of the greatest American rock bands of all time, and it's our pleasure to welcome to the show the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, the drummer from The Cars, David Robinson, and he's here to talk about some really cool items that are up at HA.com, Heritage Auctions. David, welcome to the show, and, and first of all, correct me if I'm wrong, you came up with the name of the band, right? Yeah, I did. Thanks for the compliments, too. Sure. What were some of the other ones in the running, and, and how did the cars win everybody over? Oh, I wish I could remember them. There were some re- really awful ones. Um, I think one was called Visitor. Um, and the, the, I just made up the name The Cars because it was sort of meaningless. It didn't... Uh, <laughs> You didn't conjure up any, you know, any specific type of music or time frame or anything. Um, and then when you're used to hearing it, it, it means nothing. Like when I hear it, I don't know what people's impression is if they've heard it for the first time. Yeah, well, I'm 56, so I was right in your wheelhouse in in high school when all your albums were coming out. And yeah, it was it was just kind of a the cars. Hmm. You know, it's like it, it, but once you guys made good songs, then it's like the cars. You know, it's amazing yeah, how that works. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about. I mentioned Heritage Auctions, uh, the great basis for the band Benjamin Orr, a fi- a red five string bass. First of all, five string bass. What's going on here? Um, it's. For one thing, I think it's the only five-string bass that, that Mozart guitar has ever made. Um, I don't have any reason to believe it isn't. But um, this the story is interesting. In 1987, which you know, just before we broke up, we were out on tour, and um, three guitars showed up backstage uh, when we showed up to do a show. And um, I can't remember if I even knew that these guitars were ordered. But uh, Elliot Easton, our guitar player, lead guitar player, had had his hand in the design of these custom-made guitars, and they were beautiful guitars to look at. It they were all matching uh, colors, um, with white trim on them. Really, really unusual and striking guitars. And um, Moserite, for people that may not have heard of that company, um, I think they were in business for forty or fifty years. But they really took off in the early 60s when surf music was big with mm-hmm. the Ventures. Um, and they kept their popularity on and off. But uh, they're, they're a pretty well-respected guitar company at this point. And uh, Semi Mosley uh, made the guitars, and uh, he passed away. I think um, maybe his daughter is running the company now, but it's, it's a much smaller sort of custom order company. Um, and it's in perfect condition because he, he barely ever used it. We, uh, of course, lost Rick Ocasek uh, a couple of years ago. And um, you think about, you know, one of the great rock and roll frontmen of all time. What, what, what did Rick mean to you? Because, you know, he definitely had the interesting look and no one else sounded like him. Um, you know, that's true. He, um, my history with Rick goes back to when I played in a band called The Modern Lovers. 
in the early 70s. And um, Rick, before I knew him, years and years before I knew him, he would come and see the band play, and he was always the tallest person in the audience, so I remember him. <laughs> I think I even would say to the other band members, like, why does that tall guy, at a, why is he at all of our shows? <laughs> um, and we had some mutual friends just before the band got together, and um, I, you know, I just loved Rick's songs. The lyrics were interesting. Um, it, we got we got along great, um, but you know we we can't do anything without Rick. Um, you know we were lucky that we get a chance to do a tour um, before Rick died. Um, you know we miss Ben. If anybody saw the the live shows we did in 2011, we didn't get a bass player. Um, we thought about it, and we had Greg um, fill in on bass and on, on bass keyboards. Got more questions for David Robinson. Heritage Auctions, HA.com for that Moserite bass. When I think about the Boston bands, you know, obviously Boston, Aerosmith, uh, the Pixies, the, the, the Boss Tones, is that something that you guys always identified, like, we're a Boston band, or was it kind of once you got popular, it didn't really matter anymore? Um, the only change that happened was once we got too big to play in some of the clubs that we, you know, went to, mm -hmm. uh, that was a big change, but there was a, probably early sixties, there was a scene that sort of didn't quite get off the ground and it was rooted in folk music, really. Um, when I was in junior high school, I would go into Boston and Cambridge and people were still beatniks. You know, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't even hippies yet, kind mm -hmm. of. So part of that, there was a transitional period where rock bands started to appear um, that probably, you know, were interested in folk music just before they got into rock music. Um, then, just before the Cars, um, a music scene started up in some of the small clubs, and it was really, the whole scene was fueled by so many college students being in town, I think, too. Uh, but it did have a legitimate scene, um, you know, des deserving of some interest uh, for quite a few years. I'm sure you get stories like this all the time about where your music affected someone. I'll never forget when I was 16 and I got my driver's license on my 16th birthday in 1981. And the first time I ever drove by myself, I got in my parents' car. They're going to let me drive down to my friend's house. So I turned on the radio, and Shake It Up was on. And I turned it up as loud as I could. And the first time I ever drove, so whenever I hear Shake It Up, I think of that. Do you get a lot of people telling you stories like that? Uh, kind of. Mostly it's a thing where um, if they grew up uh, in, in their formative years were, you know, in our decade, um, but I understand it because I have the same thing. You know, I I started to play during the British invasion, mm -hmm. so anything from the sixties up to the early seventies, you know, I'm connected with that stuff. Well, we're talking about Benjamin Orr's bass, and and Benjamin Orr was a, a great bassist, and uh, we lost him uh, to cancer. Geez, over twenty years ago now. Um, how did you acquire uh, the bass, or is that something that was just been sitting in the basement all these years? No, um, when he passed away, shortly after, um, I got two guitars from his estate. One, one was this Moserite bass um, that I hadn't seen or heard anything about since 1987. Uh, the other one was a, a Fender Precision bass that 
Um, he played about maybe 65 or 70 percent of the time on stage. So I, I'd snatch those up. The, um, the Fender bass, I, I want to keep because I, I use it. Um, and it's in a, in a way way more connected to, to our live performances than the, the Mosrite. But um, at the time, the, when they made the Mosrite guitars, they made them for one for Elliot and one for Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all matched. And I think, I think, um, I don't know what happened to Rick's. I think that Elliot sold his a, a while back. Um, and it's also in really great condition, uh, which is another thing for, it, it's, Almost brand new. It looks brand new. Uh, but I'm starting to say that they wished that we, they had seen us play all three guitars on stage at the same time. Mm. And I had never really thought about it. I've, at one point, I had a red drum set that matched the guitars perfectly, too. It would have been inter- an interesting look. But uh, And the album, I know that you were like in, responsible for the album cover. So who was that girl on that <laughs> at, the, at the wheel on that first album? Um, I had nothing to do with that cover. Oh, okay. I did almost all of the covers, but I didn't do the first one, and I didn't do Door to Door, which was almost our last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I had I had worked on some other designs, but I think they did, didn't have much faith in me as, as a band member, you know, designing a cover for their first album. Um, <laughs> I didn't like it, especially. You know, I thought it was okay, but I thought it was a little too... Too slick, probably, for mm. what I how I pictured us back then. Um, but it grew on me. And it's kind of emblematic now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty one iconic. One people always remember. Sure. Um, and this is a question I'm sure you've got before, but I think about going around the world and and being beloved. I just heard Bill Burr the other day saying he bought your greatest hits. You know, he's from my generation. So, what was your your favorite? favorite show you ever did and then maybe what was the and this was probably early on in your career what was the worst gig you ever did well most of the gigs i can say were good um you know for sometimes for different reasons you know it's a lot of his technical problems there might be a gig where they had no air conditioning and it was one of the worst gigs ever um one of the worst gigs i think was in I got nothing against El Paso, Texas. Uh, I think we played at a, like a, a cattle place where you can sell cattle or something. I don't know what it was. We didn't know what it was either until we showed up. Mm-hmm. But uh, the audience was like kind of nasty. I'm not sure why they were there. They started throwing stuff at us. And it was the only show that we, we just like abandoned. I think we didn't do an encore. We just came off the stage, got in our cars, and left. Um, I'm sure if we had gone back, you know, late when we were more popular, uh-huh. there wouldn't have been any trouble at all. But that was, that was one of the bad ones that comes to mind. Mostly they were great. Uh-huh. Do you have the, uh, a greatest, or there's just too many? Not really. Some were so big, they, you know, they were impressive. Mm. Uh, we played at a thing called the Us Festival with an estimated... 400,000 people, um, but that doesn't always mean it's a good show because you, you're usually too far away from the audience to have any kind of connection mm-hmm. with them, but I think we, we the audience was fairly close to the front of the stage for that show. Before we let you go, tell me uh, in a minute about the De Tomaso Mangusta. Ah, okay. <laughs> you heard about that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if you know what it is. It's a very it's sleek rare. red sports car, and it kind of looks like a Ferrari. I don't know what it looks like. People mistake them for Ferraris. Um, mm-hmm. It's made by De Tomaso, which was you know a small uh, manufacturer in Italy, but um, that particular car was beautifully designed, and it's really known for the, the body shape. Um, it had a, a Ford engine in it, which you know people kind of looked down their noses at, but it was a great Ford 289 engine. And it was my favorite car since 1966 when I saw a picture of it in a magazine of, of, a, of a car show where it was presented at a car show in Italy. Um, never, ever thought about owning one, ever. And um, it just, through a bunch of weird circumstances, it appeared in front of me, more or less. Like somebody a few miles away owned it, and um, it was for sale. So I bought it and stored it for 21 years or 22 years or something, and then it was getting ridiculous. So I figured I'd, I'd look pretty stupid driving around when I was 85 years old. So I had it fully restored. It took two year, two years, I think, maybe longer, um, at F40 Motorsports in Connecticut, and um, that's where the TV show Chasing Classic Cars is made. Mm-hmm. So it turned out that... Um, it gave me a great opportunity to go down and watch them work on the car. Um, so I went down a few times, and then they, you know, they decided that I would be a good candidate in my car uh, to be on the show, so people could see my episode and see that you know it's only an hour, but you can you can see what happened, what I brought in, and what I what I came out with, um, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. It car. is now it's class like something out of a uh, Franco Ferrari uh, movie. All right, everybody though, we want to make sure you get over to ha.com Heritage Auctions. The red five-string bass made for Benjamin Orr from Moserite is there and others. We've been speaking with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame drummer of the Cars, David Robinson. David, great stuff. I'm a huge fan. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bar. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. Yeah, we're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> it should be more natural, brother. It should flow out like this. Look, man, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. Break. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, we got two more hours. And, uh, yes, there'll be a new overtime rule in the playoffs. Each team will get one possession, and if it's still tied after that, then it will go to sudden death. And Buffalo would wish this would retroactively go back to that game in January. They lost to the Chiefs because they lost the coin toss. But that's the way it is, man. Hey, man. All right, we still have another hour to go. We're going to talk some golf. We're going to talk about a song for Ukraine as well. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second.
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed into law the Parental Rights and Education Bill, dubbed by critics the Don't Say Gay Bill, to ban classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity. The law will shield kids from kindergarten through third grade from the topics. Now in Florida, we found at least six school districts that had policies to cut parents out of decisions regarding their child's well-being and to shield them from knowing about various forms of mental health services. Broward, Hillsborough, Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, Sarasota, and Volusia counties. Critics of DeSantis say the bill is putting children in harm's way. Ukraine officials say it's hoping that today's first face-to-face peace talks with Russia in over two weeks could lead to a ceasefire. But a senior U.S. State Department official said President Vladimir Putin did not appear ready to make compromises to end the war. USA Radio News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-272-1955. That's 1-800-272-1955. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-272-1955. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Tragedy strikes after a snow squall that led to a multi-vehicle crash on Interstate 81 in Pennsylvania Monday. Heavy fog and rain from the squall caused 40 vehicles to crash. About 20 people were taken to area hospitals and three perished about 50 miles west of Allentown. Will Smith and Chris Rock have made up in Hollywood. Actor Will Smith is apologizing to Chris Rock for taking the Oscar stage Sunday to slap the comedian after a joke at the expense of his wife, fellow actor Jada Pinkett Smith, who suffers from alopecia, an autoimmune disease that causes hair loss. On Instagram, Smith said that he was out of line and that his actions are, quote, not indicative of the man I want to be. Smith won the award for Best Actor for his portrayal of Richard Williams in the movie King Richard, the story based on the father of tennis stars Venus and Serena Williams. Smith also apologized to the Academy, which has opened a formal inquiry, as well as to the Williams family. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. Are you diabetic and searching for a healthy beverage to enjoy every day? Consider diabetic-friendly and delicious Glucodown drink mixes. Glucodown drink mixes are specially enriched with prebiotic fiber, essential vitamins and minerals. There's no sugar or caffeine. Glucodown's clinically proven prebiotic fiber helps maintain blood sugar levels in a healthy range, especially after meals. Eight diabetic-friendly, delicious flavors. Shop now at Amazon. Search Glucodown. That's G-L-U-C-O, down. Yes, we did talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's going to be real. The possibility of food shortages in America is real. Representative Jim Jordan, the Republican from Ohio, on Newsmax weighs in. I mean, I was struck when you talk about him talking about shortages. You know, think about Ronald Reagan talked about America being that shining city on a hill. President Trump said, we're going to make America great again, and he did. And now here comes Joe Biden, and what's he say? Get ready for shortages. I mean, this is the result 
of, of, of the lack of leadership, of the bad policies and all the bad decisions from the Biden administration. And you're exactly right. We had better, as uh, this administration, had better change course. The problem is, Grant, I don't think they can because I don't think the hard left will let them change anything. They're beholden to all these crazy policies, particularly the crazy energy policy that is Frankly, I think the catalyst for for what for, for this whole situation, because Putin used the leverage that came with the energy based on the crazy decisions of the Biden administration to uh, launch this terrible invasion of Ukraine. Attorneys filed court documents for some of those killed and injured during last year's deadly Astro World Music Festival in Houston, Texas, alleging that rapper Travis Scott violated a gag order to influence possible jurors and rebuild his reputation ahead of a potential trial. The complaint swirls around a project Scott made earlier this month called Project Heal, a $5 million initiative that includes funding for safety challenges for festivals and large-scale events. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. You know when the uh, Raiders moved to Las Vegas, they got a lot of public tax money and if anyone's listening in Vegas they know about that they got 750 million dollars in tax money to help build Allegiant Stadium well the Buffalo Bills are about to uh, get a new stadium underway that will cost 1.4 billion and 850 million will come from Erie County and the state of New York. That's how much public tax money is being given. Now, I'm the person who thinks finally something good our taxes are going to. But most people would say, we don't want to pay for your new stadium. To me, it's a public treasure. It creates revenue, jobs, pride. Uh, Terry and Kim Pegula, the owners, said, We took another step today to solidify our collective goal of constructing a new stadium for the Buffalo Bills and Orchard Park. We are grateful for the time, efforts, and unwavering commitment ba- made by Governor Hochul and her team throughout this process. 
While there are more hurdles to clear before getting to the finish line, we feel our public-private partnership between New York State, Erie County, led by County Executive Mark Polencars, and the National Football League will get us there. This is coming out of the owners' meetings in Florida. So the state of New York will give $600 million and Erie County will give $250 million. The Pegulas will get a loan from the NFL for $200 million, and then from their own bank account, they will put in $350 million. By the way, if you wonder about the Pegulas, their net worth is $5.1 billion right now. Uh, and the Governor Hochul says, Kathy Hochul, that they are ironclad stuck to stay for 30 years. All right. I wish my state would build a new stadium for my baseball team. My football team already left. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com That's AgainstTheNumber.com
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, and uh, it is 12 after uh, 11 here in our third hour. That means it's time to check in with one of our friends, the great prognosticators at againstthenumber.com, and it is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season and of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year of special specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and the results are real. Joining us from across the pond is golf expert Simon Holden. And uh, Simon, welcome back to the show and there was speculation whether Tiger was going to play in the Masters or not. But today, he was practicing at Augusta National. So what's going to happen? Well, hi there, Rick. I hope you're well. Um, well, he's going to leave it till the very last second, isn't he? The great drama expert that he is. I suspect he will play. All sorts of rumors, of course, about Will he play and, and retire? Uh, I think with an open at St. Andrews coming, he's far more likely to do that in the open at St. Andrews. Of course, Jack Nicholas retired there. Uh, Nick Faldo, uh, I think Tom Watson as well. So that's got to be the favourite for his sort of hurrah. But wouldn't it be fantastic if we see the great man back for the Masters? Um, and then, of course, you start thinking, will he make the cut? I mean... You cannot rule anything out with this guy, but it's going to be just great to see him hitting the ball again. Uh, as an Englishman, do you look at the Masters as, because as an American, Wimbledon, of course, is the top uh, tournament. And then I like Roland Garros. Then I think the U.S. Open is third, and then the Aussie uh, is fourth. So for you, is the Open, or as we call it, the British Open, is it as big or bigger as the Masters, or do you like, think the Masters is bigger than the Open? I, I, I'm worried my answer may mean my passport is confiscated, Rick, <laughs> and I'm trapped forever in this in this small island. But I am a huge fan of the Masters. It's the tournament that got me into golf. It is the biggest tournament. Of course, the Open is is the tradition. But for me, and I, I think what swings it, no pun intended, <laughs> is the fact that it's in the same venue. Yeah. So you build up that knowledge of the course, where, of course, the other ones particularly the U.S. Open and the PGA, they, they, they don't have a fixed home. The Open has a seven-course, seven-year roster. But, yeah, for me, the Masters is number one. Phil Mickelson will not be playing. And um, when you think about Phil, his legacy, and he has been controversial in the past, and <clears throat> he and Tiger have had a little bit of a quote-unquote friendly rivalry over the years, uh, but now in today's world, if you say something out of line, your sponsors will go scurrying for the corners of the room trying to disassociate yourself uh, from you. 
Uh, this will be the first time in, I guess, 30 years that Phil won't be at a, an Augusta. But when you think about Phil, do you still think about all he's accomplished? Or uh, in the last three months, has he sort of stained what you think of him? Uh, no, not for me. I, I don't know about you, Rick, but I always think when people say, oh, the sponsors won't like that. The people who buy Callaway drivers, are they really sat at home every night full of angst over the situation in <laughs> Saudi or, or gender-neutral issues or, or mm-hmm. Justin Thomas using a slang word that he shouldn't have, it, 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 which was aimed at himself, so Ralph Lauren decided he's finished with them. I, I wonder if the companies are really in tune with the people. I mean, I've always thought Phil is one of those crazy characters, but maybe because he is, that's why he is the person he is. That's why the, he's the player he is. Clearly, he's he's, he's eccentric, shall we say. Uh, he, he's done his legacy some harm with the... the uh, I mean, what got me was, here's a guy who's blown so much money who, who then accused the PGA Tour of being greedy. I think, really, he needs to have a look in the mirror. But it, the, the Masters will be harmed and will not be as strong without him there, Ricky. is. You know, we're talking about Tiger being there, but Phil being there takes some of the gloss away from the event. Is there anyone making their debut uh, at Augusta that you think might make some noise? I know people were talking about Sam Burns. He won the Valspar Championship on uh, Sunday, and he picked up three wins, and so he's going to... He's going to get in there um, uh, as well. Um, anyone else, you think? Traditionally, this is a a, a tournament where where first timers have a dreadful record. The pressure, the you know, the, the the driving down Magnolia Way. I think as well, getting to know the greens um, is so difficult. If you could win this first time, it would be incredible. I just don't see it. I do think Sam Burns has got major titles in him, but I think if he finishes top 10 this week, he'll have had a fantastic week. Um, I really I really think it's a struggle. I think it's going to be the usual suspects. Um, there, are, there are some players at, at bigger prices. Uh, I mean, I'll give you another debut player. I, I don't think he'll win. Uh, but he, if people can can look at some of these markets where you can get players to finish in the top ten, Garrick Higo, the young South African player, hits it a mile. Very good iron player, hits the ball very high. We think of people like Adam Scott, Woods himself, uh, Rory. In his first couple of times, they did well here and went on. Uh, well, in terms of Adam Scott and Woods, went on to to uh, win. So Garrick Higgum and Sam Burns, I could see having strong debuts without without troubling the scorers, as we say. Finally, we have a new number one in Scotty Scheffler, and since we've had the rankings, he's the 25th man to hold that title. Uh, your thoughts on Scotty Scheffler, quote-unquote, the greatest golfer on the planet? Well... I think that the he's the hottest player. What we've got a situation now, Rick, where this is being handed round on a weekly basis. Now, that cannot be right, can it? You can't be the best player in the world this week. You know, it's a mantle. 
But of course, we've seen players hold the record for long spells. Woods, Vijay Singh held it for a long time, going back to people like Nick Faldo. We're not used in golf to this being handed around. He's definitely the, the hottest player on, on the planet, and he's playing great. He has no weaknesses in his game. But I take you back to November when we had Patrick Cantlay winning uh, uh, week after week and winning the uh, FedEx Cup. There was an argument that he was the number one and the hottest player uh, on the planet. He's recently missed cuts and he's dropped away very, very quickly. So are we are we in a state of flux? Uh, jo, uh, John Rahm was going to have this period of domination. He's He looks to have quite a few issues in his game. Rory looks in trouble. Um, I think Scotty Scheffler is going to uh, 